It's a one. It's a two. It's a fucking Monday in the US. Sorry? <laughs> we do it as in a Tuesday in Australia, but it is a Monday. Wait, most of you are listening. Ah, oh, what's the time code has changed? I don't know. Anyway, welcome to the eighth episode of the Ecomy Podcast. I'm Dylan, and here is a uh, one man who likes to have crunchy milk. Liam. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even on my level. You're not even on my level. How's everyone been? Yeah, alright. Self. So be quiet, iPad. Apple. Shh. Balance. Yeah. We've got a lot to talk about this week. We missed out on a lot. Uh, still getting a lot of good feedback from the last episode, even though of how rushed it was. Don't know why. But we seem to. We seem to manage, because we actually extended the episode in post, believe it or not. But what became a 25-minute episode became a, almost a 35-minute episode. Haha, creating time. Ah, and no one knew. But, um, what should we start off with this week? There's so many things that's been happening. Um, I got my topics, Liam's got his topics, so, uh... Yeah. Should we start up with, uh, good old Microsoft? Everyone's favorite gaming platform. Sounds good. Sorry. <laughs> Accidentally turned off my microphone. Hide a professionalism here. Ah, not a professional. All right. Basically today, um, for Tuesday, Microsoft is, is launching xCloud game streaming Beta. But here's the catch. What is only for Android? And I'm fucking pissed because as a long time Xbox gamer and for PC, why can't I have it on my phone? Why can't it be for iOS? Um Well this is this also is is the same issue with you play or origin only games. Um because you know these companies could be like no you must purchase our other product and you must use our service and we must get all of the money from this or they could go we won't get all of the money from this but if we spread out uh access to you for again just going to use the examples here of apple for other apps or steam for other games um we get a much bigger market share so it's 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 a dumb very greedy look oh look um stance to take because you cut yourself out of a major market share and you, you generate a lot just as he said you generate a lot of bad um bad will with the people hmm. um but you know the other thing is it's like I mean I get it I get the approach that they're going. Um, but here's the other thing that gets me. The uh, actual controllers for it. None of them for iOS. They're all for Android. And they say, is it, they say it's for both Android and iOS, but the issue is it's oh. only... Uh, basically, they're like... Apple's like pretty much saying, no, we don't want it. We've got our own gaming thing when other than Google was like, uh actually 
Our thing's actually failed. You know, it's like, uh... What the... I've just looked it up. What the fuck am I looking at? What is it? Ah, oh, are we thinking of the same thing, or it's literally just a clip? Did you want the controller? Yeah, yeah control with the clip on it, and you put your phone into the clip? Uh-huh. That... Look, look, guys, if you're gonna knock off the Switch, knock it off properly. They do have the proper Switch version of it. Which is weird. And the controller for it is only for micro-USB, not even Type-C. Wow. That's restrictive. Very. And the thing is, like, um... Alright, so you got the, uh... Got the, got the gamepad. Right. Bluetooth. Only runs through... micro-USB. They might bring anything for USB Type-A. Oh, not Type-A, Type-C. Here's a three hundred dollar pair of Bluetooth headphones that we recommend for gaming. Why? Yeah, that's not making a lot of sense. And then we got wireless charging in the back. So you're saying Apple doesn't have wireless charging, but you say yet yeah, the controls are Bluetooth. But the uh, they literally said um, the other day that it's for both iOS and Android, but now they're going back to saying it's only for Android. Must uh, I mean if they've initially announced that it was for iOS and Android, must be that both sides were being unreasonable in who was demanding what. Um, in the deal, there, you know, both sides wanted something. Neither side wanted to compromise too much, so the deal fell through. Hmm. But because uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Android is Microsoft's, right? Um. No, I believe it's owned by Google now. Ah, fair enough, fair enough. But like I said... But then again, sorry, go. I said, I think Apple's now going back on the way saying, we don't want this license, you know, we don't want the contract. Let's, yeah. uh, well, let's split it up! We don't need um, it. What that says to me, I mean, the reason why they'd be, be able to get a bigger, uh, better deal with, or an easier deal with Google than with Apple is because Google is... Not so much in the same sphere as Microsoft. Microsoft is, you know, hardware, computers, and uh, laptops and the like. And the phone. Apple, but Google itself really isn't. You know, do you remember those Microsoft phones? No. <laughs> Which really should say everything you need to know about them. Um, they were the shittiest piece of shit that you can get. Oh. They weren't great. So um, shit that there's a redundant shit in there. They, they still have updates, but there's no apps for it. They, they barely work. Well, then that's because that's because everyone was making apps. I couldn't. I can only assume for um, Android and iOS, which you know longer established and potentially easier to work with because people knew how. You know, people, especially in the tech development sphere, don't typically want to jump to a completely new system and have to relearn everything when they can just keep using the old system, you know, especially well, the, the, the previous system would be the system they're currently using especially when the system they're currently using has such a wide user base you know, if there was going to be a Microsoft style forced redundancy and it's like, ah, oh, so, you know you have to learn this because after this point in time, we are burning the old system into the ether 
then they'd have to go, okay, well, we, we have clearly have to learn this to reach our user base who will now be using the new system. But again, with Android and with um, with Apple, you know, there's, there's no impetus for developers to jump on and develop apps because there's no impetus for the the people using the apps in the old systems to change to the new system. Yeah. Um, but, we, I mean, I like to game on my phone. Like, I have proper AAA title games on there, but I don't see it actually working that well because, one, they say you can use mobile data to stream it or Wi-Fi. Oh, it's right through that. <laughs> exactly. And your phone, the battery would just go... From hundred, your phone would zero. melt. Like, like even using shitty mobile games, your phones get so hot. It's gonna burn everything. It'll, it'll melt a hole right through the earth. But uh, talking about things that are burning, Apple. We're gonna go back to them. Full circle around. They just released the brand new iMac, and the very last one with the Intel uh, chip in it. And uh, what that means is basically they're going to the what they say, the I don't remember this a few episodes back, the Apple Silicon. I, I don't think I was there for that episode, so. Uh, I don't think you were. But it's alright, we'll refresh ourselves. The new iMac is great. Um, basically, they're saying, hey. Um, you know, if we go back to Intel, after, and then we're like, uh, we want to go, whoosh, what about that contract? And, uh, we want, we want to go to our own, uh, chipset. We can't call it something ridiculous, something bold, something that sounds like it's going to melt straight away. Something that you can bake with. Oh, we should call it the silicon. Producing the Apple Silicon. When we have no idea what the specs are. Basically, that's where our phones and computers and iPads and everything are going to be going to. I don't know how well it's going to run, but I've got very low expectations for it. All they want is more money. What this says to me is that. Especially with how, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm I'm not much of a Mac user. I've, I've never been much into multimedia. Uh, I've always been much more of a gaming person, so I've always gravitated towards PCs. But, so correct me if I'm wrong on this, you can't really plug and play uh, processors and, and graphics card and motherboard in, in Apple products. You, know, you can't really build... Um, build a Mac like you can build a PC, you can, correct? actually. Oh, you can? Done it. Um, there's a thing called a Hackintosh. You go around for many ah, but it's, 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 it's not like with a PC where, you know, that's a completely viable option they specifically all make standalone parts for it rather than sell a whole packaged box. Basically, um, what a Hackintosh is, it's, sorry, so when you build a regular Windows PC, you got all those parts, but instead of having Windows or Linux on it, you install Mac OS. Okay, so again, yeah, it's it's technically not an actual Mac because there's, you know, become very much out of the box. Well, what this says to me is that 
with especially with the Hackintosh, um, Apple really wants to gatekeep the that, but uh, the, the Hackintosh, but also um, be more independent and be less reliant on other companies' tech. At least that's just what it suggests to me. But um, I mean, it might go well. It's going to be on all their devices. Um, starting from, I believe, either late this year to next year, like early next year. <laughs> but, uh, well, you're going to have to keep me updated on that one because, again, not being a Mac user. But you are an iPhone user and an iPad user, so... Uh... Yes, but they're old. Older than dirt. <sighs> According to the world... They're so old that they ain't called ancient, and they are from the uh, drink from the fountain of youth to stay alive for those updates. Who told you? No one. Um, I wasn't meant to tell, say anything. Ah, oh, shit! I think they're gonna come after me now. Yep. Sorry, Steve Jobs is gonna rise from the grave and say, "Do not mention the fountain of youth." Yeah. These old devices. Don't, don't mention the necromancy we weave on our old products. No! <laughs> um, uh, we don't normally get this goofy until at least half an hour in. Uh, do you like Patreon? I mean, I have some issues with it, but as a platform, it seems fine. Well, for you users out there, um, for the listeners, do you like do you like Patreon? Do, do you like getting extra content for five dollars a month? Now you can. Wow, only five. Only five dollars. <laughs> the Geekyway Podcasters now have their own Patreon page, where, from what I've uh, been planning, which I'm still planning it for five dollars a month, you become a Patreoner or whatever they're called. Patreon, technically. And become a geek in yourself by once a month at the end of ho- uh, hopefully for uh, the end of each month basically we will be doing a Q&A uh, podcast for the stream that's going to along and one lucky person from the draw could be a, a potential guest and exclusive content uh, I haven't finalised on it yet but basically is if you got you also get a little bit we give you a little bit you give us a little bit and we put it back into the actual program um and this is our segment for the today our sponsor is our patreon page we, we are sponsoring ourselves once again instead of saying we listen to ourselves from you guys in your ears we get money from you and we bring it back we give you extra content Only for five dollars a month like if you like to uh, be interested go to patreon.com slash the geekme podcast for five dollars a month and it, the geekme podcast is on lowercase I'll read that once again patreon.com slash the geekme podcast very exciting now <laughs> so, somewhat of an inauspicious moment to uh, mention this patreon's the lawsuit ah oh, shit maybe I should oh, there's double whammy I've talked about the <laughs> Apple Fountain of Youth with the Holy Grail. Now we're talking about Patreon's lawsuit. I'm so, the broad strokes of it, 
um, functionally, what has happened is there was a comedian. I mean, I mean, he's still around, so you know, he still is a comedian, um, and he espoused many right-wing and conservative beliefs uh, very publicly, and eventually Patreon um, deleted his Patreon page, oh. uh, claiming that he violated terms of service. Now, he's suing them for $3.5 million, um, as far as I'm aware, loss of income, emotional distress, etc., etc. All things usually attached to one of these kinds of lawsuits. Um, but what, else, what is also happening is that 72 of his fans, from what I'm able to tell, completely independent, like he, he, people feel free to correct me if I'm wrong on this, he hasn't urged them to do this, but 72 of his fans have issued um, arbitration lawsuits against, uh, separate arbitration lawsuits against Patreon. Now, the thing about arbitration lawsuit is both parties put up 10, and especially in America, um, the American legal system is a fascinating beast. They put up 10,000, both sides put up $10,000 for the, for the arbitration lawsuit. But what that means is that Patreon has to put up $720,000 for 72 separate lawsuits, as well as the lawsuit they've got ongoing um, with the content creator. So, depending on how much how much money Patreon uh, keeps in the tank, they are running the risk of uh, going under. Yeah. Unless um, someone buys them out again, I'm not entirely sure. Well... Can we even guarantee it'll be the same service if someone buys buys them out again? Because you know, just need to look at how um, Beam became Mixer and then became shit under Microsoft. Now it's gone under Facebook. Yep. So I, I don't especially have have an opinion on the underlying matter, but I just thought that that was an interesting turn of events. Um, but one unfortunate side effect is it has a lot of uh, Patreon fans, or Patreon fans, uh, Patreon creators and supporters very worried. And uh, a few that I know uh, personally that I've supported for years are in currently investigating uh, alternate means of income. So the problem is, even if Patreon doesn't lose, this could still kill them because with people looking for alternative services they they a significant portion of their revenue i don't know exactly how much of a cut they take from um the patrons and the patrons themselves but yeah they they stand to lose that if people find a potentially better service that doesn't take as much money or offers them i mean again i not sure the the exact logistics of the lawsuit but potentially better um terms of services or things that they find less objectionable so yeah this runs the risk of killing patreon even if patreon wins i feel like that it's a 50 50 chance of them actually winning but i'm not entirely sure because it depends on it depends on how good their terms of services are their chance of winning I'm not entirely sure. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they did win. Most major corporations do win, um, but not all especially, of them. Especially in corporate America. Yes, the big, uh, the big A. Ow, my knee. 
slam my knee on my table. My bad. But um, but yeah, I feel like that they could win. Um, I guess we'll have to see what how it goes. Well, how it develops, because yeah, none none of these uh, arbitrations or the lawsuit itself have gone to court yet. Um, they're still in the um, discovery phases, so nothing's been talked about so much on the public sphere. Mm. Um, yeah, but uh, you know how we talk about the PS5 on the show and it's become a running gag? The, uh, the, I'm not sure if the, those of you watching have seen the image, but um, the cell head, where people have photoshopped it onto the top of Cell's crown. It looks beautiful. Um, Basically, they've released of this actual size of it. You know how everything was going from gigantic in the earlier days of t- technology to super small and compact? Yeah, my, um, oh, there's a word for it. I think it's microization or something. Basically, the more advanced tech it gets, the smaller we can make it. Here's an issue. It's fucking huge. It's absolutely gigantic. It... It's taller. It's about the same height as a cat, they reckon. And IGN has actually released a, a video of the size comparisons of the other consoles with it, and... Why would you have a huge console in your house? Um, but most... Most houses... Households these days just have... All appliances that are small. Furniture is small. You know, it's not meant to be fitting over this... Thing that's like, it looks like a huge internet router. Well, also, also specifically with, um, um, places like Japan, uh, London, or England in general, people who might be in college, um, so just people who don't have a lot of space available to them, which, you know, is the way of things. Hmm. But what exactly is the size? Jesus, good Christ, it's about twice the size of the PS4. Exactly. Although I love I love the uh, X the XSX, which I'm assuming is what the new Xbox is. I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but I would feel like that the X was gonna be a lot smaller. Uh well from what I'm looking at it looks to be much shorter, but the size of an airplane's black box. It's quite large. <laughs> if you guys didn't think that was uh, outrageous, I mean, the prices are not sure. We're going to circle back to Apple. I'm sorry, I forgot about one oh, thing. sorry. Um, I just got the dimensions. So the PlayStation's height, so standing it on its narrow base um, so that its longest sides are facing upwards, for uh, 15.74 inches length, which I'm assuming is its depth, is 3.97 inches, and width, which actually might be the depth, I'm not sure, is 8.79 inches. And the Xbox Series X is uh, 11.85 inches, and then 6.3 inches uh, long by 6.03 inches wide. Jesus Christ. So the actually small to big. The Xbox is actually a little bit small. The Xbox Series X is a bit smaller than the Xbox One, and probably about the same size as a PS4, just in different dimensions. This is upright. Yeah. Interesting. I guess we'll see it on launch day. 
Um, so I don't know what one I want to get. <laughs> oh my god, I, before we go back to Apple, there is an article, here's how thick the PS5 will likely be. Oh, Jesus. Thick is the PS5. Alright, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Sorry? And Siri, my god. Siri, oh, Siri. stop calling. It's, uh... It's, uh, coming up. For no reason. <laughs> ah, ah, I see, I see. It's popping up for no reason. Australian Siri, too. Not that American no, Siri. No, mine's the Irish Siri. <laughs> of course it is. So, uh, Irish How many Siri, don't you? Anyway, so you're saying back to uh, Microsoft. Yeah. Talk about the, uh, thick PS5 work week. Uh, sorry, my uh, my headphones just cut out for a we moment. Are totally professional here. <laughs> um, basically, I thought my head my headphones are shit. Anyway, but um, I guess we can move to Apple now. I guess. Um, you know how they're a premium company and they just come out with these uh seven hundred dollar wheels for the Mac Pro. That no. These caster wheels that were seven hundred, but they end up being a grand in Australia because um, of the Australia tax. Uh, something like that for the currency. Here's the here's the thing for that computer. It never, it never stops. Um, they are now selling a hundred twenty nine dollar cable. Thunderbolt three Pro cable for the fucking. Like five grand screen that needed that thousand dollar monitor stand. Um, I don't understand why. Yes, they're a premium company, but also they did bring out that three hundred dollar iPhone eleven, basically. Um, I don't know. Like, it's. Something so, to do with it. So, from what I'm seeing here, um, the Thunderbolt cable, the connects to its five grand US dollar uh, display for 129. I'm I'm more can't get my head around a five thousand dollar display. My TV didn't cost that much. I think it was five thousand. I I might be wrong. Um, or the nine hundred ninety nine dollar Pro stand. Yeah. Which was end up still being over a grand in Australia, because that currency fucking sucks. Um, oh yeah, well I'm not sure what the current exchange rate is, but not good. I, it's an outrage. I found out about this last night actually. Uh, we're we're buying about sixty sixty eight US cents for an Australian dollar, so it's nearly twice as expensive in Australia. Why? I feel like I feel like we have to do something about it. You no, know, like you are seeing well, one hundred and thirty dollars for a cable, a fucking short cable. Well, I mean, two meter long from what I'm seeing here. But Apple's two meter long cables aren't even two meters. They're not even that long. 
Yeah, I mean. Say, oh, I'm going to get what, the what meter. What in numbers? It's not even that. It's quite short. If they said, all right, if it's a five to ten meter cable for 130 bucks, I'll be like, all right, I understand. Yeah. But they're a company, like I said, that brought out $700 casters, a $1,000 stand, or $5,000 well, screen. They needed the stand. Now, cable for what from what I'm seeing on um, businessinsider.com.au, maxing out Apple's super powerful new Mac Pro will cost a staggering $50,000. I mean, this is with a 28 core processor, 15, sorry, 1.5 terabytes of memory, two Radeon Pro Vega 2 Duo graphics processing units, and four terabytes of storage, but Jesus, it's insane. Is. But um, I think I think we'll have to end the episode here for now, um, because now we I feel like we're getting into that stage where we're being half an hour in. We're now like that sort of loopy stage of uh, thinking there's the outrage about stupid things, and I'm now running out of things to say, which is not odd. Well, we still need to talk about the Doom DLC and uh. Oh. But, but while you're while you're <laughs> recomposing yourself, I can talk about the uh, current uh, situation between America and Chinese tech. Go on. So, um, I don't know specifically how long ago, although I want to hazard forty-five days ago, um, the president signed an executive order with a forty-five day delay. Um, of the president of the United States, that is to say, um, banning. TikTok and I think it's called WeChat in America. Um, the concern being that um, Tencent, which uh, owns both, and also invests in a lot of video game companies, Activision, Blizzard, uh, Bungie, pr- pretty much most games being made in America right now have Tencent as a major financer. Tencent uh, is bound through Chinese law to provide information at any time it's requested by the Communist Party on uh, that, that, that they have gained from foreign sources, which is to say any information that they have compiled from users of their apps, um, they have to turn over to the Communist Party. Um, now, the issue is that... I mean, this is, this is ironically, America is, is stepping down the same road that China stepped down uh, with its internet severity and blocking foreign companies and foreign information access into the Amer- the Chinese uh, data sphere. But what this functionally means is this is really the first steps in America locking out China or potentially hostile countries from um, being able to gain digital access into America to be able to spread propaganda or spy on Americans. Uh, for instance, actually, the U.S. military has actually banned TikTok for years now. Again, because it that information is accessible to the Chinese government. But they're not the only ones. India, which, and a lot of people are actually seeing this as a prelude to war between uh, potentially America and India, well, America and India on one side and China on the other, is that India has, has previously banned something like 40 Chinese apps, but they've banned about 60 more, uh, including... WeChat and TikTok, 
but most importantly, PUBG Mobile, which Tencent is something like an 11% shareholder in the company that um, distributes, especially in India. Um, so this is this is a concern, especially in the gaming sphere, that this is going to cut off a lot of gaming companies to significant amounts of money because if any comp- company attached to Tencent or China, their product might not be accessible in, say, America or any other large Western market that bans it. But uh, after the rhetoric about Russian meddling in the 2016 election and America, uh, the, the president of America saying that they were going to be uh, investigating new offensive and defensive uh, ways to use the digital sphere, Russia uh, pretty much unanimously the, uh, recently, uh, the Russian government, I, I don't know what their political apparatus is called, um, pretty much unanimously agreed to strengthen the Russian digital border. And again, the foreign access to information uh, within Russia, and most importantly, as with China, India, and potentially also America, the access of their citizens to this foreign information. So it's it's an interesting scene to be seeing developing in the world right now. It's a it's very much going to be a new theater of war is the digital sphere and the information that we access. So. Sorry, Ted. <laughs> oh, you're all good. I actually forgot about that. And I'm, I apologize about before because I was like, I thought we had everything. <laughs> oh, no. No, and this is why I need you here to be we've, with it. We've, we've got a list. Don't worry. We've got the list, but I was, I was being... Distracted and not looking at the list. Yes, you were going on a rant about how goddamn expensive fucking Apple peripherals were. The last 15 minutes, you know, it's like, yeah. yeah. Um, Again, though, that said, Doom. Doom. Bring it up. Doom Eternal, yeah. the Ancient Gods Part 1. It's the first part of the DLC. Um, Basically, this is the first DLC of the game. Which, mm, sorry, um, as I'm sure many of you potentially, well, if you're anything like me, you're just a bit too young to play Doom, but you know it's lasting legacy. I played Doom when I was older, but not when I was, you know, when I was first getting into video games. I was well and truly after I was established as a gamer. Um... You know, Doom. Doom is one of the foundations of modern gaming, of first-person shooters, of just gaming in general. To see it poisoned with DLCs, though, I mean, Bethesda, we know your shit. You don't need to prove it. I don't know how it's out there for them. Big yeah. money. What was that his name? Todd Howard. <laughs> the guy who is the CEO of. Uh... Bethesda oh, Game Studios. Although, interestingly enough, not its parent company, Zenimax Media. I don't know, I've lost myself here because they yeah, yes, they make good good games, but after they made Fallout 76 well, and Elder Scrolls Online, I mm, kind of mm, lost respect for them. Uh, well Spent, if we ignore Interplay's first two Fallouts, which honestly, if you go, if, if the people listening have never played them, I suggest playing them because they are amazing games. Ugly as sin, but beautiful games to play. They are. Same thing 
same thing with the original Elder Scrolls games. Yeah. Oh, I love Daggerfall to death. Um, those, those games are pretty much the you know what gaming should be. You know, not not perfectly constructed, but they've got a lot of character. The problem is the next really good uh, Fallout game was Fallout New Vegas, and it wasn't actually made by Bethesda. It was made by oh, Obsidian. It? it was Obsidian, um, and that really. The bit of an issue is Bethesda makes video games. You can't even really slap a modifier on them. They just make video games. And then the community makes the games great. They make them better. And the the thing that's actually really made me mad with Bethesda recently is the um, content creator club, whatever they call it. How now the mods that previously people were producing for free that you know people having access to bethesda now is like no you know what we can make money off of that it's like bethesda we know your shit you don't need to keep proving it they're just like uh reminding us they want money they used to be great but now they're like oh terrible video games for money pretty much but you know the classics like i said the original fallout games and the original scores games after that not great yeah well it's, it's i have fond memories of oblivion because i grew up playing it oh all those memes and glitches from the from that game yeah uh, oh memes and glitches and everyone's potato face um <laughs> I'm, I'm, honestly i feel like i feel like it, it, visually it wasn't a great game but it certainly had its character it's i mean it had its flaws every video game has its flaws i mean i'm, I'm not rating these on bugs but the npcs are the best yeah stop you violated the law um sorry but the, again the, the big problem is that they make games they just throw the game together regurgitate it out into the public sphere and then you know, I mean, Christ Almighty, how many different versions of Skyrim and how many different uh, platforms has it been released on because people keep making good mods for it and people keep making their game better. It's like... Mm. They... they... But yeah, back, back to the Doom DLC, it's like... Look, I understand, you know, big video game company, you need to make money. But... Doom didn't have DLC. Like, I, I will fully accept you putting DLC out on on a Fallout game or on a, a, an Elder Scrolls game, but Doom is one of the foundations of video gaming. Doom built the industry into what it is, and when you put DLC on that, it's the same as as uh, if if they did the same thing with Wolfenstein. It it. It ruins a part of what made gaming great, because it, it, anyone who's familiar with it in the now and goes back to it will always have their their thoughts of it t- poisoned by, ah, oh, you know, the the modern Doom was great, but you know, I didn't like the DLC. So, you're just fine. I haven't played the new one yet. I I uh, Doom's not really my game. I it's, it's not, it it's not really my kind of gaming, but I can. I can appreciate it for what it is. I can appreciate the series for everything it's done for gaming. 
It has just changed the first-person shooters from the original one came out, you know, especially with the 3D version. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, games like Doom and, the, and original Wolfenstein, they, they kept... they the First of all, they made first-person shooters a thing, but they kept it alive until games like um, Deus Ex or Quake could come out. Mm. And they got so much respect from so many people, but now, like, yeah, well, they just, like, it's like Hollywood, you know? Not the straight boot movies and just put sequels of the reboots. They do the same with games now. Yeah, it's, it's like how many people got into video gaming because of games like Doom and Quake and, and Wolfenstein and Deus Ex. It's like, yeah. I mean, ultimately, that's why that's why we're getting getting um, like remakes and remasters and things like yeah, that. Yeah, that's why we're getting the sequels of them because people who are making games now are people who grew up playing these games so and it's, it's the same deal as well with um with things like um movies they call it the 30 year cycle um well the, well, the store still 20 year cycle but the 30 year cycle is more prevalent where you know for example we we're seeing a lot of 40 year cycle i can't it's there's years involved the reason why we're seeing a lot of content from the 80s now, you know, reboots of things like um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, is because the people who are now in Hollywood or in video gaming, they're remaking things that they liked when they were kids because now they are in the position to make content, so they want to do that homage, yeah, homage to the game, ironically not realising that, you know, you could just be making your own stuff instead of remaking an old product. Anyway, but on that note, I think we... Have we finished everything? Uh, I believe that's everything. I think it is. Uh, I think I'll, I'll note that we've got Android devices have many defects. Yeah, we... I'm not can. sure which one of us wrote that down, but... I wrote that down. All right, I mean, we'll get into that quickly. <laughs> um, I read up an article from uh, Wired saying, over a billion Android devices are at the risk of data of death basically is with the snapdragon cpus and things like that um there's some defects to it and i believe that like they've been getting hacked and everyone's information's been getting taken out like uh android's is notorious for them uh, coming with ads saying give us your email and things like that you know so and you got people that do it so i suppose um that's the issue that's been going on with it but uh I think it's only for certain phones that's been happening, but there's been some, like, malware issue. I might be mistaken. I could be mistaken. Well, like I said, I don't really keep up with that kind of um, sphere, but it doesn't really surprise me. Mm. Yeah. For as long as people have had things, there have always been people trying to steal those things from them. Anyway, on that note, we're going to head off, sign off, and we'll see you guys next week. Trip sign, and we hope you guys have a wonderful week. Stay safe, and catch you on the flip side. Later.